0: You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here.
1: Three, two, one. Spook. We are gathered here as advisors, as scientists. I'm just thinking of a witch.
0: Welcome to Mission Spooky. I'm your fantastic host, JC, and with me today is the the decent. Now I'm I'm going out on a limb here, Keek. Can you be decent today? It's an upgrade. Are you ready for this responsibility?
1: I oh gosh, um Wait, what's their definition of decent? Like, am I allowed to curse?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I just mean, like, decent at your job.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. I think I can do it. Yeah.
0: Okay, then with me today is the pretty decent Kiki. Don't fuck this up and make me look bad. I swear I will gut you like a pig.
1: Whoop whoop! motherfuckers? (laughs) What's up? (laughs) Guess what Kiki's got in her hand right now? Wait, hold on. Maybe I can get a sound effect for y'all.
0: Oh, did you hear that? I mean, I, I heard something. Could I tell
1: what it was? No. It was not a butt plug.
0: So that limits it by a lot, but like nothing that I was going to guess.
1: Uh, in my hand, I hold roughly, I think it was about not quite three quarters of a bottle of the green beast left. From my favorite distillery right here in Lansdale, Pennsylvania. And that is Boardroom Spirits, baby. It is the absinthe mixed drink that you can order currently online through, if you go to their Instagram, Boardroom Spirits Instagram, you can hook up with their square and uh, have it delivered to your house because, um, you know, quarantine. So I am going to take some absinthe and we're going to do this, motherfucker. Nice. I just drank it straight out of the bottle. Good job. That's a bad idea. This episode's going to have a lot of sound effects in it. And it's probably going to be totally fucked up. That's okay. Uh, what's new, right? Because, you know, quarantine audio sucks anyway. Which I just have to say, oh my gosh, guys. We have more of you listening now than we have ever. And we Wait, pre- are,
0: you, are you saying that the longer we do this, The more, the more regular we put out videos, the more, more not videos. (laughs) yeah, whatever, whatever the fuck this shit is, okay? Today's May the 4th, and I haven't watched one goddamn Star Wars movie because I've been so fucking busy doing shit that's quote-unquote responsible.
1: All right, I, I expect a lot of Star Wars references because today is May the 4th, and we are recording, which is hysterical because this episode is coming out. Tomorrow, which means that Kiki can't Revenge drink too much. <laughs> can't drink too much absinthe, or nothing is going to get done tonight. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing.
0: So, so you saying that you uh, ordered your alcohol online made me remember, JC. You want to order some mead, and ah. the meadery place I I like to get. They just got their blueberry in. <sighs>
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Mm, And there's strawberry mead, and I think I'm getting two bottles of each. Thank you, stimulus. I mean
1: (laughs) Hey, it's going to a good cause, baby. It
0: sure is. And it's a local meadery and that's important. Support local businesses, guys. I've there's been a few that have already closed up shop that I like I'm very sad about. Oh, so it's it's very like support local. Don't don't fuck fuck Domino's, okay? They'll be fine. Get pizza from your fucking local pizza joint, from Tony's or Alfredo's or wherever the fuck it is. Get it from there. Get your local Chinese food, your local Thai food. Do do what you can.
1: Your local delis.
0: Oh my god, support them.
1: We're just trying to do everything we possibly can to help out all those people who did the responsible thing. And closed down during the pandemic. Thank you. Yeah. I have a Puck Wedgie story. I have a follow up to our Puck Wedgie episode, and I think it's hysterical. The brief follow up on the Puck Wedgie episode is this I did put a little package of goodies outside just in case, because I do currently reside in the middle of the freaking woods. And I don't really want to piss off anything out here, so to speak. As I said before, it's not a matter of belief, but a matter of why not? Well, oddly enough, the entire package was taken. The goodies were wrapped in a little paper package. So easy enough for animals to get into and environmentally safe as far as it breaking down. And uh, this was sort of an experiment for me because I honestly expected to find that you know, the paper was left behind or that would be strewn around in the vicinity of where I put it. But the whole thing is gone. Just gone. As if someone picked up or something picked up the whole package and went away with it. So I was out checking the other day and my husband saw me checking the area and he was like joking like haha what are you doing out there you know blah blah and I said well it's kind of funny because like the whole thing is gone you know there's not even any debris there's there's nothing it's just kind of weird like okay fine maybe a fox I would pick it up would be able to pick something like that up and like carry it somewhere they have what's called a soft mouth if anybody raises dogs you know what the hell I'm talking about so he jokingly starts talking about puck wedgies and he's like, ha ha ha, they're so stupid anyway, and they don't exist and blah, 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 blah. And I'm all like, listen, man, I wouldn't make fun. I'm just saying you should probably be careful because it's just weird. OK, that's all I'm going to say. So he laughs, takes the dog outside. Then he comes back in and he's not smiling anymore. And he says to me, so... What was in the package? And I was like, well, it was some apples and some cake and some cornbread. And he's like, huh. Well, I might need to apologize for the comments I said earlier. And I'm like, why? He's like, because while I was walking the dog out there, not too far from where I know that you put the package, a rock got thrown at me directly from the forest, from behind me. There's nothing there. Obviously, it's not one of our neighbors. They're not close enough anyway. There's zero animals outside. So, um, make of that what you will. Should have kept his fucking mouth shut.
0: For those that have listened to our Pukwudgie episode, I was aggressive. <laughs> to, say, to say the least, I, I might have gone a bit overboard with the aggression that, that night. For whatever reason. We recorded that on a Wednesday. So Thursday night, the very next day, my day kind of went like this. I went to work. I came home. I was kind of tired. Took a shower, relaxed, took a nap, and I was in and out of sleep for a while. So I was having weird dreams, and I kept coming in and out of sleep. And then uh, my roommate, Allie, she came into the living room to ask me a question, and that's kind of what woke me up. And she was like, I'm having a weird day. I'm like, I'm having a weird day, too. So how I took care of myself was I'm like, I'm going to go up north to a town, Lehighton. I got to Lehighton and I, I kept going north. Like I just drove right through the town. I was probably driving for about two and a half hours before I realized I'm in places I've never fucking been in Pennsylvania, which is not difficult when you're driving two and a half hours away from where you live it was dark out because by now it's like 8 30 9 o'clock at night all of a sudden i'm like i made fun of puck and i'm i'm in
1: in danger yeah danger
0: (laughs) will robinson danger like that's what was fucking going knowing this i kept kind of driving forward and like i gotta think of something I still had control over me, but it was like whenever I got to a turn, I felt the need to go north. And I was in a weird state, like I felt like I wasn't myself. I felt mentally weak, like very easily manipulated. And that's kind of what I felt like from the time I woke up from that day, I was being manipulated. And usually I'll just go on a long drive to clear my head. I didn't tell anyone I went on this drive, which is very unusual for me. I'm I'm finally two and a half hours in and I'm like, I got to do something. So I, I go, and I'm like, I'm sorry, puckwudgies, And I did like a, I don't want to call it a ritual, but an apology ritual for the, towards the puckwudgie. Right. Yes.
1: Because you were being aggressive for no reason.
0: Uh, because, and I explained to the puckwudgies that it was an act to keep people entertained. They would then learn about the actual history and lore of Pukwudgie. That I am basically a pretty picture, and you are the facts below the pretty picture. That's how it is. People come to see me, but they read you. (laughs) That's that's what we're going to. That's what I'm going to tell myself today. (laughs) I did my ritual and immediately felt better. I I apologize. I'm I'm sorry. Did you better?
1: Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say that you did a ritual? Well, would that be like um, a magic ritual? (laughs)
0: No, no, and there was no magic ball.
1: <laughs> I got you, you son of a bitch. No, <laughs> it's like
0: your morning rituals. Of you no did magic. up. Get no. I apologize to the puckwudgie.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
0: Two minutes after that, I was myself again. I pulled into a a gas station, and then I finally go home. And I'm like, that was weird. End of story. I guess. I didn't see anything. I didn't have any... Like, other than possibly being lured into the forest to be murdered at night, nothing bad happened to me.
1: You didn't get any rocks thrown at you.
0: Not that I know of. I was in a car, you know. But I did drive for about four and a half-ish hours. Oh, that was fun.
1: So on a, on another note, and, uh, and guys, I, I will tell you right now that our random chatter is going to be a little bit longer because... We've had some shit happen in the last few days that we really have to address. I'm just going to say this. Alien photos from the government during a pandemic. Discuss.
0: Wait, what? What fucking alien photos? Have I missed this shit?
1: You what missed the it. Fuck?
0: Alien. This is when I quickly.
1: Go oh, God. Anime. This is my editing nightmare.
0: A-A-H-O. No, just keep this all in there
1: oh I, whatever man whatever it's quarantine
0: govern- everybody
1: understands at this point
0: no and I'm in government as That's i said before, how long it takes me to google something
1: thank you for <laughs> keep listening please during the quarantine we really appreciate it because we know the audio is not going to be as good as we want but we don't really have a choice and we don't want to not do it because we love you
0: the audio is as good as i want it to be
1: shut the fuck up this is what you deserve
0: no you're all fantastic and beautiful and i love and appreciate you
1: yes do you have a link
0: for this shit i'm not all i'm finding is like stuff from forever ago
1: god damn it i expected you to fucking have a beat on this this what get, honestly do i have I to do everything very
0: busy. i haven't look it's fucking may the fourth and i haven't watched one star wars movie do you know the f- trauma the trauma. This is going to cause me.
1: Listen, we don't have time for this then because I need to watch The Mandalorian as soon as this is over. Okay. And this absinthe is really starting to kick in. Okay. Actually, oh, have yeah. you
0: started watching um, The Clone Wars?
1: No. Season,
0: the, the new season they're putting out there. Oh.
1: We're, we're off topic. We, we, which is funny because I'm about to talk about that like in a few more minutes. But anyway, um, again, random chatter really long today got a lot of shit to cover apparently the United States government released some photographs of some things that were sort of like alien photographs of alien vessels okay so okay first of all I will ask you this are you familiar with the 1987 movie broadcast news of course you aren't because you're a youngling there we go first May 4th obligatory Star Wars reference hell yeah I did it. Not you. I'm marking it down. The Star Trek fanatic made a Star Wars reference on the May 4th first. Fuck yeah.
0: Um, good job.
1: Thank you. Anyway, uh, there is a great scene with Holly Hunter, which, by the way, this film really solidified my love affair with Holly Hunter as an actress. And, uh, and Peter Hackis, who was, by the way, in case somebody knows, Peter Hackis was a walk on for this part. He plays this slimy news executive, which is kind of funny because he was actually a well-known and respected broadcast journalist himself. He has this great line that he says to Holly Hunter's character. Must be nice to always believe you know better. To always think you're the smartest person in the room. And she answers, no, it's awful. Now, 16-year-old me felt that deep in my bones even then and i still feel it right now especially when i have to read conspiracy theories on how the fucking pyramids were built by aliens okay just an fyi guys listen i will not back down on pyramids being built by aliens
0: wait you think they were built by aliens no okay okay good <laughs>
1: I'm generally a really nice person, but I can't with that. I, I can't because I mean I'm an archaeologist by degree, so I, I can't. And I will indulge the belief in aliens. Okay. But they had nothing to do with building structures on this planet. Uh yeah, Twitter. Twitter and thank goodness they didn't respond back because I was like, good, I don't want to fight about this today. I got things to do. I got I got a I got an episode to write.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So where are we going with this? Where are we going?
1: Come on. Okay, so aliens. Uh-huh. Um, actual f- photographs that the United States government cannot explain what they uh, are showing us. They believe that they are alien spacecraft. But I still don't think they fucking built the pyramids. So fuck off with that shit.
0: I mean, I don't think they built the pyramids either. What I think happened is they might have designed the pyramids. Oh. No. It might have helped in the de- designing no.
1: of the pyramids
0: or like they might have influenced the nope. design of the pyramids. Oh. <laughs> Why not?
1: Because it's just You can't prove
0: it. You can't prove.
1: Oh, and here there is the people, it's
0: stupid. It's stupid. Now I'm just trying to aggravate you.
1: I know you are because I I I I know. I know. I know, <laughs> the I know, the
0: the I know the you. I've known you fucking Did you watch the video that was released or did you watch did you just see the picture? Because there's fucking video that I'm currently watching right now, and it is blowing my goddamn mind Oh shit.
1: I always like when objects defy the laws of physics. It's my favorite. I will just say this. I feel like this is the perfect time to release anything that would Kate that there is life on other planets. Because there's a pandemic. We're all, most of us, stuck at home if we're playing by the rules. And I think it's going f- it, to it, so far has kind of fallen under the radar enough because, quite frankly, I think that the existence of other life forms will completely change our, not mine, but our religious affiliations, possibly. I. I don't, you know what I mean?
0: Eh, they'll just they'll just wrap, you know, wrap it in.
1: <laughs> OK, so we're going to take a break for our sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to you about a PA haunt known as the Headless Horseman of Paoli. Alright guys, so we are back and we've decided to do a little bit of quarantine fun and let the squad choose this episode. Now you guys had a few good ones to choose from in there. I am surprised that you didn't pick the ghost wolf. The library came in second, which uh, we will definitely be talking about both of those. But I think we're going to be doing the library uh, sooner because it is extremely morbid subject. But I have to confess something.
0: Uh, well, I'm basically a, a pastor, so you can can I can accept your confessions.
1: Okay, good. Um, I'm, this makes me feel better. Now
0: tell me, child, what is what is bothering?
1: Okay. Um, listen, I added the headless horseman because I just found out that. And I am being extremely serious here. Like, I I literally just found out, like, three days ago that my great, great, great grandmother was Biara Helena daughter, Palm Roost, who murdered a Swedish farmer by planting an axe squarely in his head.
0: What kind of uh, planting soil did she use?
1: Really that's the best she could do with axe murder.
0: You said she planted an axe in his head.
1: Yeah, she put it right in there.
0: Yeah, planted it in his head, like with, with soil and probably watered it. Did she plant a hatchet and then grow into a uh, an actual axe?
1: Well, see, I was kind of going for a little pun there, uh, since he was a Swedish farmer and she planted the axe in his head.
0: I don't like that, so I went with I went with mine. Mine was
1: better. Yeah, yours is terrible. (laughs) Anyway, her and the gang of thieves, including her husband, my great-great-great-grandfather, were sentenced to death, and she was known as the last female beheaded by guillotine in Sweden. Although, I just read an account in Norwegian about her that says that she was beheaded by sword, but either way, yeah, like, you know, she's my family. By the way, she murdered the farmer because... The Norwegians didn't have a lot of food at the time and they were raiding Swedish farms for food because, you know, why not? And I could seriously kill somebody right now for some sushi. Well,
0: one of our local businesses, uh, Lily's Sushi, is actually still open and you can order from them and they make oh a
1: delicious
0: sushi. However, oh. I'm, I'm holding until I can go in and order all you can eat sushi because I'm going to fucking devour it.
1: There's going to be a lot of all-you-can-eat places that are going to get destroyed after quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely fucking destroyed. I also found out that her son, then, was a very famous Norwegian folk musician. And there's a book written by him. It is written in Norwegian. I am currently trying to translate it. Yeah. Good times. Yay, my Viking family. I love them so much. Okay. So today's topic though we're talking about other headless people so basically i'm gonna tell you guys the story as was told by someone who recounted seeing the headless horseman of paoli and then we're gonna nerd out a little bit about history of the area in an attempt to explain the headless horseman hold on to your butts first off jc where the hell is paoli uh
0: in Pennsylvania. Did I do did I do it? Did I get it right? You did good. Wait, where the hell is how do you spell it P I O
1: L I E E E? Please don't be like one of those stupid protesters and not how to spell your own state.
0: I mean, I don't know. I know how to spell Pennsylvania. Uh capital P, capital A. <laughs>
1: yeah, that that
0: I don't know how to spell Pioli.
1: Paoli, Paoli. And, and this is very interesting. I'm so excited to tell you guys about where Paoli comes from, because I bet not even people who live there or even live in Philadelphia know where the hell this name came from. If you did know before I tell you, I dare you to send me a private message on Twitter. Okay. Paoli is 30 minutes outside of downtown Philadelphia.
0: I was about to say that.
1: Yeah, because you're looking at Google, the town grew up around an inn that was built there in 1769, and it was owned by Joshua Evans, whose father, like everyone else in this time period, bought their land directly from William Penn, 500 acres to be exact. Evans named the inn after the Corsican general, Pascal Paoli, who, by the way, has a pretty amazing life story, which we are not going to get into right now. The inn became a meeting place for the Sons of Liberty, which hopefully most of our listeners know was the secret revolutionary organization founded by Sam Adams. Nothing to say about Sam Adams, huh? I mean,
0: it's an okay beer.
1: You're a huge disappointment to your mother.
0: I mean, she tells me that every day, so she literally called me up today. Hey, Jeremy, I just wanted to see how you were doing. I'm like, okay, I'm okay, mom. And then she's like, I just wanted to let you know your huge disappointment, and I wish it was the. I wish I wish you would have died instead of your brother. And that was the conversation I had with my mom today. Not really. My mom would never say that. And I don't have a brother. I mean, I have a like two sisters that are basically brothers, but you know, because they look like guys.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> it's okay. None of my family listens to this, so
1: I was just gonna say. I at least know your sisters don't listen to us.
0: Everyone that loves me hates me.
1: <laughs> I snorted so loud, but it was off mic. I'm so mad. That was great. <laughs> Good. <clears throat> okay, so the last time the headless horse and I seriously I'm completely <laughs> fucked up right now, okay. This is this is a whole new level of quarantine for us. Oh god. Okay. The last time the Headless Horseman of Paoli was recorded as being seen was on September 22nd, 1934. And it was by a prominent doctor in the area, Anthony Wayne Ball. His account was taken pretty seriously because of his status in the community and because he was a man of science. Ball explained the scene like this. He was walking along Darby Road. When a rider on a horse approached swiftly, what caught him off guard was that there was no sound of pounding hooves, just silence. As the rider came barreling towards him, he saw that he was wearing a Revolutionary War uniform and was riding so fast that his coattails flew behind him. Of course, he was headless. Coming in contact with the doctor, the rider came to a halt, and Ball could see that a sword was at his side. The rider did not offer his head, which indicated to the doctor that he wasn't in any danger of dying. And then he vanished. Apparently, this story goes back almost a century, with some unfortunate souls being offered the head of the horseman, and those that were, died shortly after. Okay, so yay! History time! History time! And you know what, guys? This is, this is the kind of history that Kiki likes! Do you know why?
0: Because JC gets to take a nap and shut up?
1: No. You don't want to take a nap during this. This is this is good shit.
0: If people die? Yeah. Okay, I'll stay. In
1: horrible ways. I'll
0: stay.
1: And it's also my favorite kind of death. It's a Revolutionary War death. Okay. So
0: Why is that your favorite kind of death?
1: Because historically speaking. The Revolutionary War is my favorite time period just to study. We're in the middle of the Revolutionary War. Okay. The whole area that we're going to be discussing, including Paoli, is the site of many, many horrific deaths. The Americans are coming off of defeat at the Battle of Brandywine, which our listeners should know by now because we have a few previous episodes in which I specifically talked about the Battle of Brandywine and other haunted locations. Battle of Brandywine takes place about a seven-hour walk from Paoli. Now, I'm going to talk about walking times and distances so that you guys understand because we didn't have cars in the 1700s. I
0: mean, maybe you didn't. I definitely did.
1: Oh, God. You had, at this time period, the unidentified dead being buried by the dozens in shallow graves near the Birmingham Meeting House which is about a four-hour walk from Paoli, so really not that far away. And then you have the Battle of the Clouds, which personally, not only is it a fantastic name for a battle that doesn't happen in Japan, but it's one in which General Howe, who again, I've talked about him too, especially in the Revolutionary War, he really regretted at this point not taking out Washington's army when he had the chance right after the Battle of Brandywine. I mean, he could have cleaned up, so to speak, and or, or at the very least sent the remaining forces into Philadelphia, cutting off their supplies from Reading. But the British were just as tired as the Americans. We then have the Battle of the Clouds, right, which is compl- <laughs> completely sucked <laughs> for everybody.
0: That sounds like a cool, like, Star Wars Thing Like, I could I see in, like, a sci-fi, the Battle of the Clouds happened.
1: Yeah, well, you think of, like, you know, Bespin.
0: Yeah, yeah, Cloud City.
1: Yeah, Cloud City. So, we have the Battle of the Clouds. It it completely sucked for everyone because nobody checked the weather.
0: Well, did they have, like, it oh, oh, yeah. downloaded on their phones?
1: They could have checked through the Almanac this time, yes. Poor Richard's Almanac actually had a pretty good weather statistics at this point.
0: If you say so. If
1: I say what? So. Yeah. Okay. So the British meet up with columns of Hessian Yagers. We all know what a Yager is, right? Yager. Actually, no. Yagers. could be Yagers, actually. It's the be oh, okay. Yeagers. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Mispronunciation. Yagers. Uh, and could have very well been a force to be reckoned with, except that um, it rained and rained and rained and nobody won because nobody could fucking move it was like sloshing through wet sand it was pretty bad which was actually kind of good for the americans then just 10 days later and, and this is all happening within the same area here we're talking about seven to four hour walk around paoli okay then we finally get to what the Americans will call the Paoli Massacre, in which General Charles Gray, and yes, of Earl Gray T, used the help of a Loyalist spy to come up on unsuspecting Americans who at the time were led by General Anthony Wayne. They come up with them during the night. General Gray orders his troops to remove the flint from all of their muskets so as to not have an accidental discharge that would alert the enemy of their presence using only bayonets they stabbed the soldiers in their sleep and set fire to anyone who tried to escape
0: wait they set fire to the people that were they could have just stabbed them
1: yes they can they set fire to those who were running away yes
0: Uh, like they shot at them or like (laughs) they literally set them on fire
1: No, no. General Gray goes on to be called, um, I think his, his nickname was, like, No Flint Gray because of this particular battle. He actually told his entire battalion to remove the flint from their muskets so they could not be fired. That way, if anyone had an accidental discharge during the battle, they would not have been seen. The whole idea was it was pitch black. They have a spy and, okay, if you guys have not seen Turn. On I th- I don't know if it's on Netflix or Hulu or whatever the the show Turn is amazing and is about this very thing that up until this point the British had spies all over on the American side and so a spy tells them exactly where General Anthony Wayne is staying so Gray goes in says remove your flint I don't want any accidental discharge I'm just gonna keep saying discharge. <laughs> We don't uh-huh. want any accidental discharge. <laughs> and they use bayonets only and stab the soldiers to death while they're sleeping. And anyone who tries to escape is set on fire. That part of it might be a little bit overdone because the massacre
0: just like the people.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and then and then Kiki laughs for like 30 minutes straight. Okay. The massacre winds up being a little bit overplayed by the Americans, who then use it as a rallying cry for the rest of of the war. Like, remember Paoli! Yeah. So it was pretty awful. Either way, um, I think it was the statistics are somewhere about 56 men die at the massacre, with over 100 being wounded. So not really a nice way to go out. No. I will give you this little addendum here. To General Wayne, who goes on to be called General Mad Wayne, because he takes his revenge on the British by scaling the fortifications of Stony Point on the Hudson River and just as Gray had done, took no prisoners, quote unquote, bayoneting everything that moved in a mere 30 minutes. They killed, the Americans killed, 96 British and captured 472 prisoners 30 minutes no muskets bayonet only fuck yeah if that's not like hardcore metal <laughs> military strategy holy shit he got he got his revenge like plus back to the battle of uh, our massacre of paoli interestingly enough i could not find any specificity when it came to beheadings during that particular military strike. But there is absolutely no doubt that there was a lot of death that happened in that immediate area. You basically had about 10 days of battles and, uh, and military maneuvers. I'm basically saying that I couldn't find anything to definitely refute it nor could I find anything that would back up this particular legend.
0: Okay. Essentially, you couldn't find any facts. Either way. So essentially what we're saying is this is 100% true, guys. And Kiki's willing to <laughs> put her reputation on the line for it.
1: Oh, shit. I don't know about that.
0: I just said it, so it has to be done.
1: There is a lot less than three quarters of this bottle left now. Uh, um, I will say this. It's, it's one of those legends that is well over 100 years old. And it fits into the model of the area that there are plenty of possibilities of Revolutionary War soldiers being. And by the way, the Revolutionary War, and I don't even know if I looking back at my notes, I think I may have failed to mention the fact that it was definitely a Revolutionary War soldier on the American side not British. Oh, and the sword. I want to go back and talk about that for a minute. See, this is where it like, there's not a lot of evidence as far as I could not find any specific beheadings that happened during this particular time period, like these battles specifically. But I did think it was interesting that the horse rider does fall into the category of an officer in the Revolutionary War on the American side. Officers usually were on horseback, And specifically, military officers on the American side would have a saber, so he would have been carrying a sword. Now, of course, in 1934, anyone would have had privy to this information could easily have made something up, but the legend kind of goes back 100 years of this particular guy riding up and down this area in Paoli. I don't know. By the way, since the last known sighting was September 22nd, I'm thinking, JC, that a trip to Paoli on September 22nd might be in the works. As long as we're all allowed to leave our houses by then, do a little bit of scientific research.
0: Sounds good. I'm I'm down for that. I'm I'm always down to be sent places to to experience ghosts and paranormal stuff for the betterment of our podcast i do want to redo that road
1: oh yeah right yeah constitution drive and i'm so angry because me and doug were supposed to go on vacation Uh uh-huh the beginning of june back down to north carolina to visit everybody and we were gonna do a run of Payne's road we're gonna do Payne's road again only this time with an eye towards the podcast rather than just for fun, and unfortunately that vacation has been canceled because you know we really feel like Carolina's not going to be quite open yet. They started their quarantine a lot later than we did up here. Yeah, so a lot of things, and it's it's, it's one of those things right now, guys, that like all of the people that we know that we follow, that we talk to, other paranormal investigators, they are all in the same boat. And it's a big boat. It's a fucking huge boat. It's like, you know, an ocean liner full of us, that we can't go anywhere. We can't really go to the places. I was talking about paranormal resident. Another shout to my buddy in Ireland. He's also kind of stuck. You know, he finally got out a little bit to a few locations because Ireland's been on lockdown a lot longer than... Um, anybody else honestly he had a whole trip planned for paranormal investigation during the summer and he's just gonna have to cancel the whole thing so yeah sucks but hey we're all in this together so we'll figure figure it out the best that jc and, uh, and i can do is to continue giving you guys the stories so when we do finally get the hell out of this then you guys will have the information. You'll be able to go out uh, yourselves as well.
0: And maybe you'll meet us in those spooky places. <laughs>
1: nice. All right. So today our musical guest is Exoset.
0: That's an interesting name.
1: Right? Which is actually our new podcast friend, Adam Sloan. We've already featured him once before with his band Zagreus. You guys might remember that from a few episodes back. Adam is just amazing. He has so many bands, and we're going to be featuring music from him from all of his bands. So Exocet is rather new, and this one's called Database, because I thought it just had a really cool sound to it. And it's from his new album called Electronic Gargoyle. Nice. I know, right? The name is like killer. That's available on Bandcamp. And you will notice, since it is a brand new album, that um, Mission Spooky... Is uh, the first supporter of EXO Set. I'm so happy about that. Okay, so go to Bandcamp, check out exoset which is spelled E X O S E T. And when we come back, shoutouts and Mission Spooky Squad news. Welcome back, Spooster. Welcome back, guys. If you want to join the squad, head on over to patreon.com slash mission spooky. We have tiers at the one and five dollar level. One single buck is gonna get you your our undying gratitude and shout out on the cast and access to our booper rails, because I completely changed setup so you guys get extra stuff at even one single dollar. Five dollars will get you access to our movie reviews.
0: Kiki, do
1: we have any new...
0: uh? <laughs> do no. we have on there? Because I feel like we have a new one. No, no, we don't. We don't
1: have anybody new. Are you
0: new sure now. about that? Because yeah, I'm pretty sure we do, and I'm pretty sure his name is J-motherfucking-C. That's right, guys. I decided No, you to
1: cannot shout yourself out. out.
0: I sure can, and I did.
1: <laughs> God damn it, JC. I think we should set that precedent, so we cannot shout ourselves out.
0: Last podcast did
1: uh okay whatever then fine it's fine go ahead shout yourself out yeah i already did jc j motherfucking c is now part of our patreon level five dollar tier which is actually four dollars and fifty cents
0: you don't have to be so negative
1: about it i'm not being negative it's fine i'm gonna do the same thing (laughs) hey somebody has to support us it might as well be us yeah um, okay. So Patreon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, our $5. Yeah. Our movie reviews. We're really excited about this because we are going to be dropping them early because we actually do have Patreon supporters, which we already talked about before, like real ones, not ourselves. So we we're going to shoot for a June 1st release. We're actually going to be sending out our movie review by mid May. And, uh, since it is now May 1st and our $5 tier already knows the movie that we're going to be reviewing. We can go ahead and reveal it to you guys. So if you're interested in signing up for the $5 level, our first movie review is going to be Draug, a Swedish medieval horror movie. Medieval horror movie. Yes.
0: You're uh, welcome. Vikings. Oh, uh, kind of Viking.
1: A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Um, Host. My dearest Host. Do you have a shout out today before we go into the rest of our BS that we have to announce?
0: I'm going to I'm going to shout out uh Gizmo's Corner. I was on an episode where we talk about uh zombie movies. Uh so check <gasps> yeah. that shit out. Yeah. Boilers. We talk about zombies. <laughs> it's it's good. It's fun. We have uh good good conversations. Um and we shit on uh, World War Z, the movie. So, you know, that's that's fine.
1: I have never seen that movie.
0: Don't. No, it's a fucking waste of time.
1: <laughs> it's okay. I was... Never mind. What, Avatar um,
0: Last Airbender? Because it's in oh, that, like, same category to me.
1: Oh, no, I really? They took bad? something I
0: loved and they shit on. It. Oh,
1: no.
0: Mind you, Brad Pitt did a fantastic job with the role you were given. You did great, Brad. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. You were fantastic. The story was shit.
1: Well, okay, well, I don't really do zombies anyway, so that's good.
0: And you should never do a zombie. That's that's unsafe.
1: <laughs> that's why I, I allow JC to participate in other podcasts, because I don't like the subject matter. <laughs> it's per your contract. Wait, what? Uh, yeah, there was some blood involved. Anyway, um, my shout out today is... To a place some of our listeners will know because I do know that I have my faithful, my friends, my dearest to my heart. Living in Greensboro, North Carolina, where I spent 20 years of my life and I still miss certain aspects of it. And one of those aspects is the infamous Acme comics. These guys have been just amazing and staying on top of everything for so long that even though I now live up here in PA again I don't have my pull list anywhere else anymore except with just Acme Comics I don't care if I have to pay to have it shipped home so these guys along with a lot of other comic book shops though are being hit pretty hard with the COVID-19 pandemic because they've had to shut down and on top of that even worse and I think a first in the history if I'm not mistaken is that Diamond does not distribute new comics because there are no new comics being made currently. Everything is shut down. There's nothing new coming out. So if you are trying to get into comics, if you love comics already, but don't really know where to where to go from here because, you know, maybe you've only been buying stuff new, Jermaine over at Acme Comics, otherwise known as Lord Retail, is the man he knows everything like i know a lot about comics but no this guy is like a god okay so here's the deal though acme is on 2150 lawndale drive in greensboro north carolina but you cannot go there currently to pick up your comics however you can call in orders and that number is 336-574-2263 Um, You can speak to any of the guys there. They're all amazing. Jermaine's the manager, though. He's very knowledgeable. But honestly, any of the guys there are just super awesome. I just placed an order for a few things that we needed to catch up on. I would also like to mention at this point that for the first time in a while, Acme is back in podcasting. And their podcast is called Acme Cast, A-C-M-E-C-A-S-T. And I think they're on episode eight right now. This is like the perfect time for them to come back to. I cannot stress enough the knowledge that these guys have. And it's not just in comics either, because Jermaine also talks Godzilla, which <laughs> one of my favorites. Hello, kaiju. So yeah, anyway, Acme Comics.
0: Yay, go check them out, guys. Especially if you live down in Greensboro, the Carolina.
1: Point being that even if you don't live in Greensboro, you can get your stuff sent up here. You know? Plus, um, they have Instagram, they have Facebook, their Instagram account, they do like a home shopping network type thing, only it's like the Acme Home Shopping Network. <laughs> Talking about old comics and trying to get you guys caught up with some stuff that you may not have read from the past. All right. If you have any Pennsylvania or New Jersey-based ghost stories, please send them to us. Mission Spooky at gmail.com. You can also feel free to ask us any questions or comments on any of our previous episodes. If you are a PA New Jersey or Delaware band or you just own your own music and you'd like to be featured on the podcast, just like set, Yeah, just get in touch with us. You can you can email us. You can get in touch with me directly on Instagram or Twitter, and you can find all of our musical guests on Spotify by typing in Mission Spooky 2020 in the search bar. We are continually adding to that list and we've got some really cool contacts right now too. So we're looking for some new bands. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, like I said, and at our Facebook page, which JC rules with
0: an iron fist of compassion.
1: You always cut out when you say compassion.
0: Uh, Okay. I feel like you
1: don't really mean it. I don't. (laughs) Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Just remember to be kind. Also, rate and review us on Podchaser. And taking us out once again is Exoset with their song database which you can find on Bandcamp. So guys, just remember stay spooky and don't die but if you do contact us.
0: If you could contact us via and this is very important Shadow Puppet Shows what? Shadow Puppet Shows, yeah. That's all the rave That's the newest way of communicating nice.